What do you want to go on? Uh, 35? Sure. Nice. I gotta. Cl I don't have to clap as hard as I do. I don't know why I always hurt myself like that. Me too. I just thought the same thing. I was like, man, my hands sting. I used why do to, I do that? I used to, um, <laughs> back in high school, I was that person who just like, no one ever wanted to high five me because I always did them as extreme as possible. Which I mean, I would try to obliterate someone else's hand. Oh no! Like, I would, I would like go, that too. I would go like full on like face slap wind up for like just a regular high five. Oh, hun. <laughs> I okay. So I've known people like that too, and I'm so weak and frail um, that uh, yeah, they would try to completely decimate me specifically because they knew I couldn't handle it. Uh, I uh, I also used to pick people up when I would hug them. No, oh, that's a good call. That is a good call. Um, I still do that I, sometimes on people who, like, I know will like it or also who want their back cracked because that's a great way to crack someone's back. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, sometimes it, like, sucks and is the worst, but if they're, like, gentle, it's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. I used, to, I used to not be gentle, but now I'm a very gentle giant. Blair, when we, Blair, when we finally meet after, like, on the 10-year anniversary of our friendship, we will finally meet face-to-face, -face, and I will hug you, pick you up, and split you in half like a twig. Yes. That's yeah, exactly. That's well, the true. That, that's like... the true end of fear baiting. <laughs> With Sarah so, in jail and Blair in half. So, um, so since I'm going to be going to New York this uh, this New Year's, I was and um, uh, my boyfriend's family have a B and B up in upstate New York. I was like, oh, I wonder if I can swing by Rochester while I'm up there. No, it's like a four hour difference between Kingston Troy? and Rochester. Oh, Kingston. So. Yeah. So you're 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 right next to Troy then, I think. Which, yeah. is where, which is where, like, a lot of my other upstate New York friends... I mean, listen, I would make a four-hour drive to hang out with you for a weekend. But, like, that's um, not... that You're not going to be there for a weekend, so, like, I can't do that. Right. Um, I, cannot so. make an, I cannot make an eight-hour drive to go to New York City to hang out with you, sadly. Yeah, yeah, no, I was like... Maybe we could, like, both like, drive two hours and meet for lunch or something? I don't know, but I don't have a car or anything oh, to drive up rip. there, so... That's Otherwise, I would. Big, um, big F. Uh... But the <laughs> strategic planning on podcasts. Yeah. Um, but I think I just sometimes forget how fucking insanely massive New York is because uh, just the state. Because I think it looks like, like a tiny state. Right. I feel like it's about the same size as Minnesota. Um, but I live in like the southern southern central Minnesota. Um, and basically as far as I have to drive to get the most out of the way I have to go to get anywhere in Minnesota is like two hours north, two to three hours north to get to Rice, which is where uh, some of my extended family lives. And that's a, that's a, that's a haul. That's like a, that's a haul for me. Um, God, I because wish no one, because no one's up there that far north. There's yeah. no, just no, no, no reason to be up there. Yeah. <laughs> no, New York is fucking like. The thing about living in this part of New York is that, like, you kind of have to, like, no matter where you go, you can never take a straight shot because you always have to drive to Syracuse first and then take a, and then drive from there. Because, like, if you're in, like, the point, if you're in, like, the part of New York that sticks out, like, it, towards the inner of the state, or uh, towards mm -hmm. the inner of the country, like, you can't, like, especially if you're going up, if you're, you can't go up. You cannot go up and diagonal. You have to go to Syracuse, and then you have to go up. You have to go to Syracuse, and then you have to go down to get to, like, any of the southern places down in New York City. <laughs> Basically, every Is trip... there just no main roads? There, like... there are, but, like, they all lead to Syracuse, and from Syracuse you can go places. Oh. That's so... Who planned the state? <laughs> Someone who really likes Syracuse. I guess so. Jeez. 
Um, <laughs> maybe maybe it's not that Minnesota is smaller. Maybe it's just more uh, like efficiently planned out. You know? Yeah, it could be. <laughs> Anyways, now that we're done talking state geography, you want a podcast? Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> last week no it wasn't doppelganger i think it was like some i think you like i transitioned into screaming about darren aronofsky pretty quickly on that one yeah so probably something related to the bastard proto proto, i think it was proto black swan yeah yeah um no but i (laughs) we were talking about it's your number one respecting sex workers podcast yes true we are Uh, we we do very much respect sex workers i'm sarah um uh that's true. I mean, I, I, we're women respecters here. <laughs> yeah, we are very big women respecters. Just across the board. Um, Me? Yeah. Respecting women? It's more likely than you'd think. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking respecting women juice right now. I've got, I don't have any respecting women juice, but I do have a, uh, a, a, a day-old uh, IPA on my desk. I could pretend that's respecting women juice and just drink that. Uh, I think a day-old IPA is the opposite of respecting women juice. <laughs> Like, the platonic opposite of it. So disrespecting oh. men juice. No, that would be, well... That's more the literal opposite. That's more, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to do some, like, linguistic math in my head. And I was like, I mean, not not that, that, that but that, also that, not that. That, that. It, it, that is a, the disrespecting men juice is a reflection on both axes. We just want to reflect this on the Y axis so that it is just, dis- so that in this case, this would be disrespecting women juice. Right, yeah. Um. Political <laughs> compass, respecting men juice. <laughs> Authoritarian uh, left is respecting women. Yes. Um, libertarian. Libertarian? I don't really remember the political compass. I don't know anything about it. I just know that there's one green, one blue, one purple, and one red, and the Nazis are in the red sometimes. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's anarchists and then authoritarian and then left and right. So. Oh, okay. It is. It's pretty easy. <laughs> okay. I'm, um, I'm dumb as shit, though. That's okay. I do apologize. Hey, that's okay. Like I've never read a political. Anything. I've never read a political theorist in my life. No, that's not true. But not that's uh, that is patently untrue. If you ask me. Well, not in its. Full. I've read parts of Marx. You know, I've read a little bit of Marx. Marx parts. Yeah, uh, but not not the full, not any full Marx literature. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um Shit, I was going to say something, but it's gone now. Um, you want to talk about upcoming horror movies? Yeah, let's do that thing. Okay, so on the front page is uh, the the remake of a movie called Hide and Seek. Are you familiar with this whatsoever? Hide and Seek. I am not familiar. Okay, me neither. But the reason that it threw me for a loop is because there was a movie in the mid-2000s that like just came into my mind out of nowhere recently. It was called Hide and Seek. 
And it was a Robert De Niro horror movie. Interesting. Like he was the star in it. And it was a very, it was a very big, uh, scary DID movie. Oh, I see. Oh, the good kind. The kind that we like famously yeah. on this podcast. Our favorite. Yeah. Um, but that's not this movie. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, let's see what else is here. Uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark is coming to make, there's a movie for that. Interesting. I feel like there's so much, like, horror for kids that I missed out on back in the day because I just wasn't invested in that. Um, so, like, I have no nostalgia towards Are You Afraid of the... Well, I guess it's not anything to do with the show, is it? It's no. probably just named the same thing. So yeah. I'm, I'm making a lot of logical leaps here that probably shouldn't be named. Yeah. Um, what about Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark? Got any affiliation with that one? Because that's getting the movie. Next year, is it really? Next year, 2019. August that's, 2019. That's the ones with the, 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 the scary crazy pictures, illustrations, yes. right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I really uh, hope it's just... I. What I want more than anything is I just want this to be a good anthology film. I don't want a full cohesive story from start to finish. I want short stories because that's what those those books were. If they try and make scary stories to tell into the to, to tell in the dark, like a cohesive hour and a half long like story, right. you're fucking it up. Yeah, the thing that's weird about that to me is the fact that a lot of them were just folk tales. You know, like yeah. a lot of them were just like, oh, this is like an urban legend. The that... bone flute. Yeah, it's it's a not. A, I don't think a lot of them, or maybe some of them, were probably original, um, but I think a lot of them were just like retellings of of folk tales. So it seems a little strange to me. And and then the main branding of them and why they're so memorable is the illustrations. So it seems a little odd to me that it's getting a movie adaptation because it seems to me that that is taking away the main crux of the books. You know. Um, I mean, I'll see it, obviously. I'm always slurping it, and I'm always gurgling. Um, That's just Blair, 24-7 slurp gurg. Yep, mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it just, it's a little curious, I guess, to me. But I also know nothing about it. Uh, can you illuminate me, or do you just have information about it? Uh, let me see. Yeah, it's just a full, it's just like a full-ass story. Like oh, we talked about, Dean Norris is in it. I don't know who that is. Hank from Breaking Bad. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I do know who that is. Hey. <laughs> Accused of Breaking not... Bad. Um, it's not by name. I this okay. Here, hold on. Let me read you this description. Tell me if it sounds familiar. Stella Michaels is a young girl still haunted by her mother's disappearance on Halloween night. An incident that she suspects her father knows more about than he lets on. Years later, Stella and her friends are involved in a Halloween prank gone wrong. But are they really at fault, or was it the work of a vengeful spirit? A female ghost who uses her scary stories to come after the teens when they begin to investigate the disappearance of several children? What? Uh, a female ghost who uses her scary stories? Sorry, I only read the first half of that, and I was like, oh, this is unfriended. And then I realized, using scary stories to come after the... What the fuck does that mean? Uh, I mean... You just, you just spook them so bad. You know? You just... just... Yes, just frighten the heebie-jeebies out of them, I guess. Sure. You, you know, as as one is want to do. Yeah, but <laughs> movie. Movie. Uh, ooh, um, there's a the the trailer for Us, the new uh, Jordan Peele movie, is coming out on Christmas Day. Oh yeah, I've seen uh, posters. I think for. Do you know who's in this cast? No, I actually okay. have no idea. Lupita Nyong'o. 
Yeah. Winston Duke, who you may remember from Black Panther, he was the I can't remember his name. He was the big guy who was who was like had, who lived in the Gorilla Mountain. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't remember his name. Elizabeth yeah. Moss, who I that's not a name I recognize. Tim Heidecker. Interesting. And then Anna Diop, Kara Hayward, and Duke Nicholson. Whenever we get oh god, I cannot wait until until we get this trailer. Yeah, me neither. Um, this poster looks be... dope as hell, by the way. I'm gonna I'm gonna link it to you, but I'm also gonna describe it for the listening audience. It's a sure. it's uh someone in like a red, like long sleeve shirt, and they are uh holding a pair of golden scissors and their right hand has like some fingerless gloves on it. Interesting. You can look it up. You'll know what we're talking about. Looks good though. I'm really excited. This image this is some very striking imagery. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I'm I'm wicked pumped for that. Yeah. Um, oh my god, his sophomore day his sophomore directorial. <laughs> oh You wanna get in the movie? Yeah, let's get into the movie. Um, this week, uh, per my decision, mm-hmm. uh, we watched Cam, which is a Netflix original horror movie. It came out this year. Um, I had seen it recently. It was, I mean, I recommended it on this podcast two or three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'd seen it before, um, but uh, it was just as good the second time around. Yeah, this was <laughs> a not good, better. This was a good movie. It was really good. Um, uh, we have our. Essentially, it is about uh, uh, cam girls as a culture, but also like this one specific cam girl uh, named Alice, um, who, and thematically, it's about uh, the consumption of an online persona versus uh, like your uh, authentic self, quote unquote authentic self. Um, but specific to sex work, which I think is poignant. Like, you could have made this movie about any... Because so many people... Are, you know, if you if you create content for an audience online, you've already created a persona right. for yourself. Absolutely. Um, we have personas. Right, exactly. It doesn't matter how similar it is to your quote-unquote authentic self. Um, it's still like a constructed persona. You could you could make the argument that any interaction you have with anyone is a performance, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the the authentic self is is uh, a fabrication and not not legitimate, uh, which is where I tend to lean philosophically. But I think it's especially true for online. But I think anyway, to circle back to around to my original point, um, uh, you could have made this movie about a YouTuber if you wanted to. Oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> But it, it would have been that. Logan. This is Logan Paul. Logan Paul watches this movie and decides on his next PR campaign. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it would not have been as. Um, it would have been a little bit more tweeb if, if it was about a YouTuber, right? Absolutely, yes. Because um, while uh, you know YouTubers uh, develop parasocial relationships with their. Uh, with their audience and stuff like that, or their audience develops parasocial relationships. I guess it goes both ways, but just in different sort of ways. Um, uh, they don't face the same like. I mean, a, a major like part of like sex work is like objectification, basically. You know. Yeah. Um, you have to become a sec- like a sexual ideal for for your consumers, which I think has like. Um, more intense alienation from uh, an authentic self 
So I think it's definitely makes it narratively a lot stronger and also like politically a lot more compelling. Right. You know? Definitely. So. Definitely. Um, one of the things I really liked about this movie is that like it was so refreshing to have an ex- to just have a story about sex workers. And this is because the 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 uh, the, the screenwriter uh, Issa Maze. It was a former cam girl herself, and like it's just well, so you can ma- so tell too. Yeah, you can tell because it's, it's really like, authentic. It's, yeah, this movie is full. I mean, it's really authentic, and it also this movie is like full of respecting women juice, and it's like the first time that I've seen like sex work portrayed like this in a while, at least. I can't remember right. the last time I've seen it portrayed like this in a movie, like in like a uh, like another job kind of thing. Yeah, I think it, yeah, and it's 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 not. You can be like you can have movies that are like you know quote unquote respecting women juice but are condescending right um whereas this yeah it just it feels like i mean it i would i would not say necessarily it just feels like another job i feel like it definitely takes the 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 parts of sex work that are dangerous um seriously right no absolutely but like it, it it's not like it's not like presented as it's not like presented as this wildly exotic thing that like right exactly wow yeah. I can't believe women do this for money right um, yeah I mean and, and of course you know um, it's it's just like normal people do it you know yeah <laughs> um, it's it's yeah it's it's good um, I mean I I could uh, yeah I could definitely tell I mean without. Uh, without looking it up that there was a woman behind this in some capacity, you know? Yeah. Um, so, so, I mean, that's always good, especially with movies that handle topics like this, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, instead of talking about lofty ideas like narrative and uh, et cetera and theme, um, let's get down to the, the meat and potatoes of this, uh, this, this, this motherfucker. Um, let's, let's, eat so some, we, let's eat some meat and some potato. We follow uh, a cam girl named Alice, uh, who um, does uh, just like pretty like I would say unconventional shows in in this really elaborately decorated room she's created for herself. I think one of my favorite things about this movie, at least aesthetically, is the set dressing because all of it looks fucking phenomenal. Um, all of it just creates like such a great atmosphere for whatever's going on. Yeah. Um, and she, we opened with her doing like a, 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 a stream or whatever. Um, and she gets tipped to try to like do like one of three, like sex toys. Yeah. Basically. Um, little bear, mama bear and papa bear with increasing size as you go down the, yeah <laughs> for the biggest one she was like i don't even know what that does and i'm like yeah <laughs> um it was pretty intimidating looking i will not lie um and uh so a random comes into the chat and it's like oh you should use a knife i want to see you bleed etc etc and she's like lol okay and then blocks the person from the chat um who eventually comes back and then like tips her heavily being like hey use a knife and it's it's this like high tension back and forth between her and this like random um until she like slits her throat collapses over um 
and then pops up again and being like, hey, wasn't that fun and cute? <laughs> so it's, it's, it's like... I know, it's... I know people online be horny for weird things, but, like, the fact that, like, fake suicide streams get her in the top 50... Early I think it's just the shock value of it all, you know? I, I mean, mean, I don't I know. Yes, you're not wrong. I don't know if people would be coming there because it doesn't seem to be like, like, it doesn't seem like snuff is her brand, really. Yeah. It just seems like, oh, let's do the craziest thing we can think of, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, which is interesting. Because, um, yeah, it, it seems like her brand is, is, you know, a lot of, a lot of like, Um, like actual like themed scenes and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. Like she dressing up in like, uh, we we get later where she's uh having a steak dinner and she's dressed up in this little like bow tie kind of ensemble, um, and she's got candles lit and a glass of like red wine, um, so there's it's just you know that kind of energy, um, yep, yeah, and then so we kind of get a, a view into the. <laughs> the men in her life uh she uh gets a video she like video chats with this guy and he she calls tink i think his name is like tinker arnold. soldier or something like yeah, that tinker soldier his real name though is arnold yeah um and uh he's the one who she did this whole stunt with i uh, he was the visitor in the chat um and uh he does like computer science it kind of stuff so which is how he was able to you know get back in after being blocked um assumedly uh and it it's it's ob- there's obviously like a sort of like tension there because I, and if the same tension that she has with every one of these like men who yeah who she has a quote-unquote relationship with it's like there is they I, feel I, like no go ahead i was just gonna say i like how there is one good man in this movie yeah <laughs> and it's her brother. Yeah, no, for sure. Oh, her brother is so sweet. Yeah, um, her brother's great. Uh, and um, so, it's 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 the relationship is like, oh, I'm the most important person, you know, like. But she 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 has to do that. She has to cater. She has to construct fake relationships with these people, which is it's it's like the it, so. When we think about, like, streamers and, like, YouTubers and stuff, especially with streamers, I think, you know, like, video game streamers are, like, the, the closest approximation to this kind of relationship, except less horny, um, uh, where uh, you would get, like, you would feel like you have a personal relationship with the streamer because they're, you're watching them do things live. But I feel like it heightens it when you're also asked to do one, have one-on-one conversations and it heightens this idea which you have to construct in order to make the money that you need to um it constructs the idea that uh, uh they they think you have a, they have a unique relationship with you where they do not you know um and it's so dangerous but also like i get it's 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 it's. I mean, it gets used as like a like an object of horror later, and for good good reason, you know. Right. But, right. Uh, um. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, so she ends that call with Tinker uh, to uh, pick up a call with a guy named Barney, uh, I think. Um, Barnacle Bob is what he's called. Yep. Um, 
and uh, it's it's she's he's sending her gifts and stuff like that, and she gets into the tub like to wash off all the fake blood on her. Um, um, hey, <laughs> which, yeah, it's like I I commented on this during the movie. I was like, you gotta shower first, and then you can take a bath. Yeah, exactly. Like you're otherwise you're just gonna be swimming in a pool of like you know fake blood. Right. Exactly. Um, it could be the most like metal bath bomb ever though nobody has know? nobody has ever gotten clean in a bath Can that's miss, true uh, prove me wrong no that's true well i mean you can get clean-ish you get clean-ish but like you're still just kind of sitting in your own like soup <laughs> that's true um when i used to take baths pretty regularly that uh, over the summer because i like to sweat um i would yeah i would always take a shower <laughs> immediately afterwards yeah um so she goes to her mom's work, which is, like, a salon. We see her, like, messaging some of her clients, question mark. Um, I guess would probably be the most accurate word to use there. Yeah, I think um, so. Yeah, and her brother knows what she does, but her mom doesn't. Yeah. Um, and uh, her mom is getting her ready for a quote-unquote date while she's purchasing, like, thousands of dollars worth of furniture. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what, maybe... 23 yeah if that um so i'm like okay (laughs) i mean mean, she has the income she does um but it's also like damn girl (laughs) um yeah i'm using a bunch of old furniture and also stuff i got from ikea but you know um but yeah uh so she's uh she's throwing that around she's making Uh, that money yeah she shows uh, her brother, uh, it's not really a dick pic. It's the grossest, it's almost grosser than an actual dick pic, you know? It's like. Oh, 100%. Because those, those, those tidy whities that Barnacle Bob was wearing were not, like, those were not fresh out the laundry clean. No, 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 no. And, like, you uh, see this, like, you see this, like, you see this, like, faint outline of a bulge in the picture. Yeah. And also, <laughs> I mean, I understand the practicality of briefs. Yes. But they always look so gross. They always like, look like... I get it. I I like I'm considering just going out and buying like a six pack of white breeze for just like just like for daily use. Right. If I am ever gonna have a day where I think someone might see my underwear at any time, I'm not wearing briefs. I would never wear briefs if I wanted my dick to look good. <laughs> or just get a cuter color than white. You know? Yes, it's absolutely. Like... I have so I have like a couple of non-white briefs that make my butt look good. And then Tiny White is just like they sag and they hang on you. They they don't look good at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Underwear opinions. Um <laughs> coat your dick better. Yes. Yes. Um it's your ethic it's your ethical responsibility. Um <laughs> So uh So yeah, so it's 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 kind of this like it's it's so she's like teasing her brother about this whole thing and um she uh goes back to stream again uh or you know go online again um and uh she's doing this whole steak dinner thing i talked about earlier yeah and she hits 50 on the ranking like system on this website they're using um and she like celebrates about the whole thing and then she starts rapidly losing rank yeah um 
because another cam girl named Princess uh, is, uh, like, doing... So she's non-nude, Princess is, um, but she's, like, teasing about, you know, getting her whole, like, shirt, like, whole, like, tits out, etc. Mm. Um, if they're able to... If people drop Lola, which is her... Uh, which is Alice's screen name. Yeah. Uh, ten ranks... Yeah, um, she's a, she's a never nude, but she's gonna become like a, a one time nude if Lola gets low enough. Yeah, which is so crazy to me. I'm like, okay, I don't. I mean, I get it, but also, why do you have to tear women down like this, princess? Yeah, raise them up. Yeah, exactly. Women rise up. Solidarity. This post made by this post made by Gangweed. <laughs> women um, rise up. And then. Um, uh, eventually, it, I mean, it doesn't happen because Lola only drops nine ranks before uh, Princess is like, nah, lol, bye. Um, which I assume was her like goal all along because nine is about as bad as ten anyway. Um, but she didn't get to; she still got to keep her like no nude rule. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, so then uh, uh, Alice calls up uh, Fox, I think, a friend of hers who's also a cam girl. Um, they had talked about earlier, like, going up to Cam Girl Clubhouse, which is about three hours away from where Alice lives. Yeah. Um, to just, you know, rise rank and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, to ride a, uh, what is it, a Vibratron? Yes, uh, it, which is like a... Pussy, mis- really pussy Destroyer. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, uh, you know, like, a, she, I think uh, she calls it a control show or something like that. Um, and... Yeah, Lola calls up Fox and is like, okay, I'm driving out there. We're going to do the show tonight um, because fuck this noise, you know? Yeah. Um, just as a sidebar, um, they also mentioned earlier uh, another cam girl named Baby who actually, who like has like a ridiculously high rank or something. She's and number also, one. Yeah. She was also, number one, Mr. Krabs. Get it? <laughs> like Spongebob? Like Spongebob. Like Spange? Like Spange. I'm out of Maybe tissue, Spange. so I just have to be drippy for the rest of the day. Oh no. Um patreon.com forward slash beer baiting to get Sarah more tissues. I can afford tissues, I just don't have any. <laughs> um mail personally mail Sarah tissues, but just like in Ziploc baggies. <laughs> like loose tissues in Ziploc baggies. My address is <laughs> Is that your actual address? Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Your address is 555-555-5555. My address um, is 69-420 Drive. Yes. <laughs> um, so, uh, I can't imagine driving three hours um, to, bust? to do, like... I mean, I, I, I mean, and wanting to do anything after driving three hours. You know what I mean? Um, but... Yeah. Alice drives three hours um, to the Cam Girl Clubhouse, uh, which has, like, the best neon signs all over it. It looks great. Um, oh, I, I should mention, I, I started talking about Baby and then, like, totally lost my train of thought. She's up there, and also she doesn't seem to care about her rank or anything like that. Like, she's totally detached, but she just is, like, the best ever or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, um, so, yeah, Alice drives all the way up there. And um, is gets like taunted by Princess, who's there, 
um, and does the show and basically like blacks out, you know? Yeah. Was she um, pounded too hard by the Vibratron? Yeah, uh, it's it's like a bad scene for her, clearly. Um, and then wakes up uh, and then opens up her laptop to find that she's online right now. And she's like, well, that's weird because like I'm not, you know? Uh, and uh, <laughs> goes to her goes to her little uh, page and sees that there's like she's doing stuff, but she's not doing stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, it's it's another version of her who's like just just doing stuff or whatever, and she can't get into her account, and um, she freaks out. She tries to go to her room where she does all of her streams usually, mm-hmm. um, and there's no one there. There's no one there, yeah. Um, so she calls up the, the, the customer service for the, the, the website she's a part of. Um, and uh, they're like, yeah, we can't play old shows of yours. Like, that's just not a thing we can do. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's weird that you can't get into your account, and it's weird that you're streaming, so we're going to escalate this up to a Tier 2 concern. We'll get back to you. Um and uh, she's like, well, okay, that was basically useless. Uh, her, and she her, shows... Her book's voice, it was absolutely useless, thanks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so she shows it to her other friends who are like, damn, that's weird. Are they running an old show? Um, she's like, no. And she tips them, tips the person who's, tips the thing that's using her channel. Her channel is not the right word. Um, you know, account, I guess, using her account. Um and uh, tells uh, tells whatever the thing is to say orange, and it does. You know, it just like is kind of mystified by the request, but does it anyway, which is like proof that it's happening live and it's not just like an old show. Also, you know, I, I mean, even even if you do like one every night, I feel like you would remember. Yeah. You know, especially with how specifically themed her shows are. Uh huh. Um. So that's weird. <laughs> Um, and Princess sees it and is like, huh, that's bizarre. And Alice accuses her of, like, hacking into it somehow. somehow because... yeah. And then yeah. Uh, her friend, uh, not Fox, the other friend. I don't remember her name, but yeah. Oh. But her other friend is like, do you really think that Princess, like, in 24 hours, hacked your account, found someone that looked exactly like you, and did this just to, like, get your numbers higher? Right. Yeah, it seems like a weird ploy anywhere because it's not like it's destroying her rank. Like, she's going up. But on the other side, she's not getting that money, you know? Yeah. So that's the downfall of that. Um, so uh, she... Oh, I think I might have skipped over this. Maybe not. Um, but so she's going... She goes shopping because um, her brother's birthday is coming up and she's, like, getting ready... For that whole thing. Oh, yeah, and she scoops up, like, three copies of Tom Clancy's The Division into her bag. Well, actually, no, this is... Well, that happens, too. Um, but also, she's at, she's at like, a, a, a grocery store where she runs into someone I think she went to high school with or something. Yeah. Um, and uh, they, they chat, and she invites... And, um, and then she sees Tinker just in the store, like, looking at her. And she's like, uh, okay, <laughs> that sucks. And then uh, invents this person, like, randomly, who she hasn't talked to, I bet, since high school, uh, to, to her uh, brother's birthday party with her. Um, 
and that kind of like is another thread that starts happening oh there's this person who i interact with like my other persona interacts with basically you know um who's just in my life now trying to be like a part of my actual life you know uh-huh. yeah it's, it's it's that um uncomfortable overlap between reality and um performance yeah um which are two things that are supposed to stay like harshly separate um so all of that um and uh yeah uh, alice is basically just trying to put on a brave face through all of this uh yeah she she goes to uh a, a, a store to buy yeah a bunch of copies of what would you say it's tom clancy's the division the division um <laughs> and while she's on the phone with the customer service place for the uh, 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 website she's a part of again. Yeah, and then, she, and, and then they're uh, like, hey, your access code is wrong. Fuck off. Yeah, basically she's, they're like, yeah, we don't have anything under that number. Basically her whole identity online is being erased um, while she's still like trying to function in society. Like her, her source of income is gone. Um, not only that, but uh, this, this thing that's took, taken over her account um, is basically um, breaking a lot of her rules. Like she doesn't, she doesn't do public stuff. Um, she doesn't uh, tell her her audience that she loves them, um, and she doesn't fake her orgasms. Um, and the the doll the, the 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 imitation is doing all of those things. Yeah, well, it's it, it's impossible to say if the third one is happening, but you know, uh, definitely. Oh wait, wait, hey, hey, hold on. I just um I just remembered something that I. This is completely hard left, but I just remembered it out of nowhere, and I uh, didn't bring it up last week, and um, friend of the show, Kara Dwayne, mentioned it to me, and I've been extremely red-mad and nude about it all week. Apparently, yeah. at one point, Darren Aronofsky had the rights to make a Perfect Blue live-action remake. Yeah. And he just didn't, and then he made Black Swan and, com- and claimed that there was no influence. That's so crazy. Yeah. Darren Aronofsky is a bitch. <laughs> it sucks. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that sucks. Uh, she goes to her brother's birthday party, obviously on edge. Um, and uh, we see them, see her brother's friends watching, like, a, a cribbed stream of hers. Uh, cribbed show of hers basically um uh where um uh yeah and they're they're like wow this is this is our friend's sister you know doing all the sex stuff which is uh part of the reason why she was like so against doing like public stuff because i think that would have gotten like that would have raised a lot of flags that she didn't want to raise um so that happens and then she gets basically called out for it by her uh brother's friends yeah her brother's shit ruined her brother's birthday party yeah um and and also like her day yeah she tries to explain it and her mom does like the exact same like the the the, the mom thing of like we're doing cake yeah discussion right exactly um and then alice just runs off while her mom's is the only one singing happy birthday (laughs) yeah jeez um yeah it's it's a little rough (laughs) i would say um, uh, and she, yeah, um, so she's still trying to, like, create the sense of normalcy and control in her life, 
Um, well, she's trying. I think she's also trying to learn more about Baby because her her stream persona, or the, the thing that's taken over her stream persona, uh, has said that she's going to do a live show with Baby. And she's like, I've never met her before. I don't even know where she lives. I don't know what's going on. Um, but I guess this is happening. Um, and she knows that Barney is, like, involved with a lot of the girls on the whole website. Um, yeah. And uh, uh, finds, goes on a date with, quote-unquote, date with him to, like, a, a, a Mexican place. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, tries to, like, get some details about baby just through casual conversation um excuses keep it cash, herself keep to, it cool yeah excuses herself to the bathroom to do some research on her phone and then sees that she goes she's like her the thing that's taken over her channel uh, uh account has go- gone live you know yeah um and uh barney knows notices this as well corners her in the bathroom this is horrible this scene is like so bad yeah it's um, upsetting um and uh they kind of, they have like a fight about it, um, and he tries to haul her out of the bathroom, basically like, oh, you know how girls are like like y- the younger ones can't hold their liquor. Basically, she'll be fine. We're just gonna take her out to the car. Um, uh, Alice bites his hand, um, and just like makes a run for it um, out to. Uh, uh, I'm trying to remember the connective tissue here. Yeah. Uh, eventually, too. she goes back. To, she goes to the 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 apartment. She she. I feel like I've skipped over a lot of things. There's a lot of plot threads here to keep track of. So so Tinker is now in 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 the city that she lives in. Um, she runs into him at the salon, basically, and where he says that you told me you loved me last night, and she's like, I have not talked to you last night or like within the past week, so I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Um, she finds him. Uh, she finds the hotel he knows she knows he's staying at. Yeah, and is um, like, hey, what the fuck's going on? And he reveals that he knows all about the... Well, well. first of all, she finds that uh, Baby is the... Did we cover that already? My brain is... I think that happens a bit later. No, 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 um, it happens before. He, I, She absolutely finds out about it before she goes to him. Before she oh, goes yeah, to so... So she does, she finds, she tries, she takes all the information she knows about Baby. She gets her first name and does some Googling um, and finds an obituary for the, this woman who looks just like Baby, um, despite everything, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and this is when Baby and uh, Lo- Lola? Lola. Lola, thank you. Yeah. Are doing a cam to, well, Baby, air quotes, and Lola, air quotes, are doing a show right. together. Yeah. Um. So that's fucked. Um, yeah, that's that's effed. Yeah, yeah, and then she, yeah, then she goes over to Tinker, where Tinker's staying, um, and confronts, fucking tases him, uh, confronts him basically, um, and is, and well, first of all, she, he feeds her all this bullshit about how he has no idea what's going on, but he'll help her get to the bottom of this, and then uh, she crashes at his place. And then he, she wakes up to hear him like jacking off in the bathroom, um, while the sound of her voice plays. Basically, he, she's, he's video calling with this woman, like this thing that's taken over her persona. Um, she pulls him out of the bathroom, tases him. Um, yeah, she tries fucking to get in... gets him. I love her pink taser, by the way. 
Me too. Yeah, she she tries to get an answer out of him. He's basically like, yeah, I knew all about this. Um, I don't know why it happens, but uh, I've had it happen to, like, I've seen it happen to several girls before. Um, and it's not just on this website. It's on, like, several of them. Um, I, I don't know why. I don't know anything. Um, she goes into the bathroom to con confront this version of herself who does not recognize her, like, doesn't, says basically, like, she's, like, she doesn't know what she looks like. She's just, like, a virus, basically, like a parasite who's, like, feeding off of the, the cyber information. Uh, this is me extrapolating a little bit uh, of, of the, the details that um, Alice Hardy has put out about herself online. Yeah. Um, but this is when she devises her bonkers. master plan to outsmart the to outsmart the thing. Yes. She, she drives back to her place. So she's already fucking wrecked her laptop because she got... Uh, uh, as you like to say, uh, Red Madden Nude. Online. About, online specifically. Uh, 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 online. Well, yeah. yes, online specifically. Um, and uh, about this whole situation. So she pulls up her, like, framed gigantic TV monitor that she has, like, a computer attached to. Um, and in front of her vanity mirror. And video calls with uh, this thing that's taken over her account. And is basically like, I want, I like people, I like when people watch, so put me on your stream. And this, this Lola is like, okay. Um, and they have a competition basically to see who is the quote unquote best Lola, um, which in, eventually involves um, Alice smashing her face against the, the countertop of her vanity until her nose is fucked up, um, doing it at the same time as. Uh, uh, the other Lola, in order to like prove who's the best uh, at it, and everyone else buys into the whole thing. You know, everyone in the chat is you know deciding who's doing the best, um, and eventually makes it so like Lola or Alice wins, um, and Alice asks for her account information back, basically like, and uh, then shuts down the account <laughs> once once that's all happened. Yeah. It's a really intense scene. Um, because uh, Alice is on the verge of passing out from pain um, the whole time. Um, yeah, she's. But rough. she she does get her victory, you know. Yeah. Um, he she gets her nose reconstructed, um, gets some makeup from her mom to like change how she looks a little bit. Pops on a blonde wig, and uh, starts up a new account under the name Evebot. So. Uh, uh, in then, a blue room instead of a pink room, yep. which I think is a better look anyway. <laughs> and then she goes, she goes live again, and that's movie. Yeah, it's the whole damn thing. Um, that's a good movie. It's really good. I think it's so interesting. Yeah, I, I didn't. I kind of, I kind of didn't expect a lot from it when I first fired it up. It kind of just sounded like a kooky idea that's probably going to be a little problematic. Uh, but no, <laughs> you know. Um, Sorry, the way you just but, pronounced that was very good. <laughs> but uh no i was super impressed by this movie um when i first saw it I, like especially because i had like no prior thoughts to what it would be about everyone does such a great job everyone's performance is fucking amazing um and yeah. like we said at the beginning of the episode like beginning of the discussion like written by a former cam girl yeah it's, it's and it feels really authentic yeah you know and sympathetic you know it's not like 
um, oh, shame on these women for putting themselves in this position. If a man, shame if a, on these men for uh, participating in this. If a man know? had written this script, this movie would have ended with Lola, like, just giving up on Cam stuff forever and, like, getting a quote-unquote real honest job. Yeah. And I, I, mean, I was kind of, I, like, when I saw it, when I remember how this ended, I was like, well, her face is broken, so she can't really do things now. Yeah. But now I'm just, now, now and then, but then it doesn't end like that. No. It's, yeah, it's, um, it works out, question mark. Um, it's, it's, it's definitely, yeah, it definitely puts the blame on the consumer rather than the, the producers of the content, you know? Absolutely. Uh, well, since Which the, I think because is in important. this case, the, the producers of the content are the victims more than you know, like in Perfect Blue, this was a, there was a very similar thing going on in which the consumers and the producers were both being found at fault here. But like, the producers, the producer and the the creator are the are the same entity in this in this scenario. It's not like Idol where like you know the producer is someone like behind the scenes who's doing things, and the idols are just like they're they're the creators. Right. Whereas in this case, the producer and the creator are the same person, and so to demonize the producer is to demonize the creator. You can talk about how the web, the camps. There was I, I was kind of thinking that there might be a little bit more about the cam sites, but the there was a throwaway line about them taking fifty percent of her money, which like I did like I my eyes bulged out of my head, Tex Avery style, when I heard that. Yeah, because like she still makes a lot of fucking money, obviously. Yeah. Um, and imagine taking fifty percent of that, like that's bananas yeah um absolutely bonkers on a scale of zero yeah to, it's uh, on a scale of zero to five uh pink tasers how many zappers you given this one um i want to give this one uh another solid five i think yeah. this yep. i mean mostly because it just completely fucking blew me out of the water when i first watched it yeah, you know absolutely mm-hmm. excellent movie that uh, uh, yeah two, I, is yeah. this our first back-to-back fives i do, i have no way of knowing that but probably it could be. It feels like that's right. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Uh, next week might also be a five because of the movie that I've picked. Yeah? What do you have? Or do you want to do that after recommendations? Uh, let's do questions first. Okay. Do we have questions? Do we have questions? Let's find out. Doesn't look like I it. I don't see any. Well, that's okay. We still love you. Yeah. Um, uh, what are you recommending this week? Because I need a second to think. Um, let me see. Well... Mother Mother put out a new album uh, in the last couple months called Dance and Cry, and it's pretty cool. I love Mother Mother. I basically love everything they put out. So um, if if you're into, like, uh, sad, horny, fun music, <laughs> that I mean, it literally, that's their entire brand, but I think this album specifically is that. Yeah. Um, it's, 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 a, it's full of bops. It's good shit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my recommendation this week is going to be the uh, Canadian rapper Shad's uh, 2018 album, A Short Story About a War. Um, oh. It's very, in Shad's own words, he's holding a mirror up to, like, the current state of society. And, like, on top of the, like, the message and everything, I think of it being, it's a, you know, concept album, so there's a story being told. And the story is fantastic, but, like, on top of that, like, Shad is just a phenomenal rapper. The production on this album is great. Like, he's doing the voice of, like, five or six different characters, and each and every one of them is so distinct, even though it's all with the same voice, the way that the style changes up, and he just effortlessly effortlessly flows between all of them. Shad's a great rapper, and I've been 
trying to listen to a lot more new music lately, and I started with him. This is a great album. Also, if you by any chance want to follow me on my journey of listening to more music, I'm going to be chronicling it all on an alt Twitter, which is just at Tunes. Z-H-E-N-Y-A-T-U-N-E-S. Yeah, nice. Um, that is a good goal to have. I've been trying to listen to more music too, but I don't know if I'll go to that far. I'll probably just end up thinking about listening to new music and then seriously I, I seriously I recommend albums. I recommend you do what I do which is just go to the front page of Pitchfork pick an album they reviewed recently do not read the review find it on Spotify and listen to it just a complete buckshot random selection process that it, and then you just I, I'm trying to do that like every other day about in next year I'm, mm-hmm. not, I'm obviously not gonna be able, I don't think I'll be able to achieve it but that's my goal sure no it's a it's a uh, it's an honorable goal to have. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you want, so yeah, recommendations. Uh, yeah. Uh, thank week. you all for listening. Oh, next week. Uh, what do we have lined up for next week? So next week, uh, I was just scrolling through Netflix real quick at the start of this episode, uh, just to try and track something down. And I remember, I realized that we have never done um, one of my favorite Korean horror movies of Train to Busan on this show. Oh, no, we haven't. Have you seen Train to Busan? I have not. Ooh, you're in I've for a, you're into for a treat. It's a good one. Oh, nice! I'm excited. So yeah, everyone strap the fuck in for that. <laughs> Netflix Netflix did a weird thing where last month they put out the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina the Witch, and then this month they put out a movie called Sabrina on Netflix. Weird. Which seems like a well, mistake in marketing, but that's just me. Yeah. Maybe they don't have high hopes for their sh- uh, show. <laughs> Could be. Um, in any case, um, yeah, so get ready for that. Um, and thank you all for listening this week. Um, if you want to support the show, you can find it, our Patreon, at patreon.com forward slash fearbaiting. Um, uh, different tiers get you different stuff. Uh, $1 a month gets you early access to videos and ability to vote on uh, a movie we watch once a month. We also might be doing some uh, bonus content coming soon, so keep your eyes tuned to that space. Yeah, um, for both podcasts, uh, probably, eventually. Yeah. Um, uh, $5 a month gets you shouted out on the show, uh, along with a short message if you so desire. And $10 a month uh, means you can dictate uh, an, uh, 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 a movie we watch, words, and etc. <laughs> Um, uh, so thank you so much to our $5 and up, uh, patrons, uh, Kit Spindler, Michael Kaiser, Paul Bechtel, Paul Moran, and Sophie. We love you so much. Um, don't tell, the ra- don't tell everyone us. else though. Yeah. This, well, fuck everyone else. Yeah, you're, only you guys are hearing this one. Only patrons can hear this audio part. <laughs> well, don't say fuck everyone else because there are also people who donate the $1 a month level and we don't hate That's them. That's true. That's true. Everyone else is a goddamn freeloader. Um... <laughs> Uh, if you want who are, to who are you, show, Jesse Thorne? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to contact the show, you can do so at um, fearbaiting on Twitter or fearbaiting.tumblr.com or fearbaiting at gmail.com. Uh-huh. Um, all of those are viable options to get, get a hold of us. Yep. Uh, if you want to find uh, me, I'm at sunhatjania on Twitter, and that's also my Twitch, which I'm going to be streaming a lot of these, this coming week. I'm also going to be uh, doing a... Uh, charity marathon this upcoming weekend uh, for the speedruns Rochester. It's called Lake Effect Warning. It starts on Friday. Uh, I have a run on Friday and Sunday, both around like six or seven. 
Um, the link is, I've probably tweeted the link a couple of times by now, but, uh, or by the time you're hearing this, but, um, if you happen to be interested in that, I'd recommend coming and checking it out. It's gonna, the entire schedule is great, so, like, watch everyone's, not just me. Nice. It's exciting. <sighs> um, if you want to find me online, you can do so at BlurKitch on Twitter or BlurKitch.tumblr.com. Um, I'm not doing anything important, but, um, I'm fun to look at, and I say funny things all the time. This is true. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so, so yeah, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we will see you next week, but until then, I'm Blair. I'm Sarah. And remember, you can put a fucked up guy anywhere. Bye.